Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone is having a fantastic week. Mine's going all right, making it through. It has been very, very hot this week, so that's been a change of pace for sure. But honestly, I'm kind of okay with it because bring on this summertime. For so long, it feels like we've been having very cool weather, so I am ready for the heat. I will say though, walking to work in it is kind of a trek, but it's fine. Pros and cons. Let's look at the glass half full, shall we? What's new with me? I've been reading again, you guys. Thank goodness, I really have missed reading. It is something that I genuinely love to do, but it's so hard to start again when you've taken such a long pause from it. But I'm reading again, primarily because I really missed using my Kindle. So I charged it up, downloaded a book. I'm reading the very popular It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I pretty much just started it, so I will let you guys know when I have my official review on it. The only other new thing is that this upcoming weekend is Father's Day, so shout out to all the dads out there, in particular my dad. Shout out to him, he's the best, I love him so much, one of a kind, I am beyond lucky to call him my dad. Unfortunately, I won't be able to be with him this weekend, but the following weekend, he's coming to Chicago. So I'm very excited. For Father's Day though, my boyfriend's family is actually coming into town, which is going to be so fun. Back to hosting at our place, back to planning, a lot of things for people to do while they're here. We love it. It's going to be a great weekend. That's really all that's new with me, so let's get right in to what's hot. One story this week, and I specifically picked it because it is something that I saw in real time, and then I saw an Ad Age article about it. So I wanted to share with you guys because it was a really cool negative that was completely turned into a positive. According to adh.com, the marketing winners and losers of the week. But I'm just going to mention the one winner that pertains to the thing that I was talking about. The 10-year-old New York brand turned lemons into lemonade when it issued its own store robbery to grow its brand awareness. After a break-in last month at its new flagship, Ring's marketing team put together a heist-themed digital and in-person campaign. The brand promoted certain styles as, quote, burglar approved. As a result, social media engagement grew to record levels for the brand on Instagram stories. Ring saw a 142% higher than average engagement level, according to Glossy. Okay, so how I experienced it in real time was on Instagram. I follow Ring Concierge's Instagram. I love their stuff. I have a pinky ring from them that my boyfriend got me for our anniversary. Just really, really beautiful pieces. But like this article said, the flagship store got broken into and they completely turned that robbery into something that they could use for marketing, which is just genius to turn something like that into a positive so quickly. Like you guys, the robbery happened. And then within a day, they started printing out these flyers that said something like breaking news, ring concierge, robbery, and then told people the styles that were burglar approved. So smart. And then also, they got their store up and running so quickly after that happened. They said they were closing their doors for like two days or something. I don't remember the exact days. But then when they reopened, they offered a limited time gift with purchase. Such a good idea to get people back. Also on the flyers, they had somebody holding up like a ring concierge sign as if they were going to jail. So cohesive, so on theme, 
And again, like this Ad Age article said, they saw an increase of viewers on their social media account, which probably did lead to more sales. And even if not, definitely led to more brand awareness, which I am sure will help them in the future. When it was happening in real time, I was thinking, man, these people are working so fast on their feet to turn this around. I absolutely loved it, and I was so happy to see it on the marketing winners list on AdAge. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot, short and sweet. Now let's get right into what's good. First up, I have a movie that I watched recently that I want to share with you guys because I thought it was so good, so cute, so funny. The movie is Senior Year, and it's on Netflix. Here's your summary. A high school cheerleader falls into a coma before her prom. 20 years later, she awakens and wants to return to high school to reclaim her status and become prom queen. Okay, I know that kind of sounds like just a silly whatever premise, but it was actually really, really funny. It stars Rebel Wilson. I thought that she did a really great job. And I also thought that the actress that played Rebel Wilson when she was younger, Angori Rice, was also so funny. Also, Alicia Silverstone was in this movie. Throwback? Clueless? Everybody with me? I love her. I haven't seen her in so long. So that was a nice little surprise. It's a very lighthearted comedy if you're looking for one of those. And I'm sorry, but I am just a sucker for a comedy that takes place in high school. I don't know what it is. I can't fully explain it. I think it's just a good setting for comedies, you know? Like high school stereotypes, there's a lot to make fun of there. If you guys want to check it out for yourself, just need a nice, easy watch tonight or in the next couple days. Again, it's called Senior Year and it's on Netflix. Alright guys, next up for what's good, I have a beverage for you. Disclaimer, you do need to be 21 or above to drink it, so please, if you're not, just skip over this one. The beverage that I'm recommending is a seltzer. It's called Plant Botanical. These seltzers, I tried them for the first time last week, and they taste very different than other seltzers. They're also really visually nice, which call me a sucker for marketing, but I just love when I like the look of the seltzers. You know, I feel like there's no excuse to not have a good, cute seltzer. Because there are so many options out there, you're competing with so many people in the seltzer space right now. So this one did primarily catch my eye because of the box, which then translated onto the can. And they have a little design of different fruits on the can, depending on what flavor it is. Also, this is a vodka seltzer. I guess I don't know if there are other ones besides vodka seltzers, but I'm sure that there are. Right on the box, it says no sugar added, low carb, gluten-free, real fruit, and traditional botanicals. The pack comes with eight cans, and the flavors that they have are passion fruit pear, strawberry mint, pineapple lemonade, and blood orange lime. My favorite one is definitely the passion fruit pear, and honestly, I wish that I could get a box of just that one because I like that one so much more than the other ones. Like, I like the other ones, but passion fruit pear just goes above and beyond for me. If you guys want to try them for yourself, you're getting sick of your old seltzers, and you're of age, you can buy them at Target. Alright guys, next up for what's good are a couple products that I bought this past weekend at Anthropology. I'm obsessed with them, so of course I had to share. First up, Lustered Coupe Glasses. They're like a mini up glass is what I think I would describe it as. They're for cocktails. 
They're so cute. They're very Gatsby looking. They have a gold rim on them and they look ever so slightly iridescent. Every time I go into anthropology, I think to myself, I want those glasses. They're so beautiful, very dainty. I got two of them. I almost bought four, but I held back. I specifically bought them this weekend though because they were on sale. All glassware was 20% off. So definitely pays to be patient sometimes. The next item that I got from Anthropology is called the Heru Vase. It's so cute. I would say that it's a medium-sized vase. It has a really pretty, simple, understated design that's in a peachy color. So of course, I could not resist. Specifically, I got this vase because of the next item that I got which are these dried flowers that they carry at Anthropology, which I am personally a huge fan of because honestly, it is hard to remember to buy flowers all the time to replace in a vase. Also, flowers die so quickly. Don't get me wrong, I love real flowers. I love when my boyfriend gives them to me. I love when I decide to treat myself to some. But as a standard, it is nice to always be able to have something that looks really beautiful out on your table. And if you do not have time to go replace the flowers that are now dead, this is a great option as an always there situation. And these flowers just so happen to be the perfect size for the vase. And they were both on sale. I really did great at anthropology. Everything that I got was on sale, which does not always happen, but always should because that store can be very expensive. And my wallet does not always love when I walk out of that store. So I did good. Alright guys, that's it for my products. Last up for what's good, your song. One this week, Catalonia by Vance Joy. So good, so upbeat. I love it. I've been listening to it on repeat. You guys know where to find it. Our Spotify playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good. Now let's round out this episode with need-to-know basis. Like I said in the what's new section, this upcoming weekend, we have guests coming again. And honestly, it has kind of felt like a revolving door of guests lately. We have had so many guests stay with us, people just coming to Chicago in general, which has been so much fun. And because it has been so constant, I feel like I've picked up some good hosting tips that I really want to share with you guys. Because being a host is not always easy, but it's a very important task. And it's something that I personally really love to do and to be. I love being a host, but I also want to make sure that I'm doing it exactly how I want to do it. I want to make sure that I'm doing it right, making people feel the best that they can feel when they're here. Because I know on the other side of that, when somebody has been an excellent host to me, it's beyond. I'm so grateful. It makes the experience so special. So I want to be like that to everybody that comes to visit us. So I have some tips to share in case you guys maybe are hosting anytime soon. First tip is one that I feel like actually my boyfriend has kind of pushed us to do more, which ends up being really, really helpful when people come to visit, which is think of things to do beforehand. It can be brutal when people get here and no one knows what to do. Okay, and it's so simple to actually do this one. Just sit down, make a list of things that if you were to come and visit your own city, what are things you know would be really, really fun to hit that a lot of people would like? 
And it's okay if that list gets very big because you're going to be able to whittle it down and more options I find is always better than less. Going along with that one and kind of a way to whittle down that list is ask your guests what they want to do. So maybe have this list, have these suggestions, but then also ask them if there's something specific that they want to do almost before you share this list of things. Because sometimes people may feel obligated to pick something on the list before they have the opportunity to tell you what they actually want to do. So ask them in tandem with you making this list. And disclaimer that I just want to mention that when you ask them, be very, very prepared for them to say, I don't know, or I don't care, or I'm good with anything. You kind of have to be decisive as a host. Because most times, the people that are visiting aren't going to know what options they have. So that's where the list comes in. But I also find that even when you do give them options, they usually just want to do whatever you decide because you're the one that lives there. And you're the one that presumably has been to these places before and probably does have a better idea if they're going to like it or not. So ask the question, be prepared for them to not give you an answer, and then be ready to make a decision. My next tip is when that list kind of is whittled down a bit more, make some reservations. I have definitely been in the situation that we've wanted to go somewhere or do something, but we didn't make a reservation ahead of time and then it was completely booked. Which, obviously, especially if you're in a big city, things book up, especially on a Friday or Saturday night. So even if you don't know specifically where you're going to be going yet, or maybe that list isn't dwindled down that much, still make as many reservations as you can. Just remember to cancel them. My next tip, which may very well seem like an obvious one to a lot of you guys, but to some people, it's not that intuitive. To be a good host, you should clean. I know it's not everyone's favorite thing to do. It feels like a chore, but you know what? That's because it is. Cleaning is a chore, but it has to be done. And even if you cleaned like a couple days ago and you may think, oh, it's pretty clean, clean for your guests. Go the extra mile. It makes a huge impact in my opinion. If people come to your place and they just feel like it's very well kept and it's not going to be that way all the time, but especially if they're staying with you, clean the bathrooms, clean the countertops, really get in there with the cleaning. That is something that especially depending on who your guest is could make or break whether they feel at home staying at your place. You just want to put your best foot forward when you're hosting and cleanliness is definitely a part of that. Next, make things accessible. I'm talking towels, drinks, extra toilet paper, chargers. Make it so that your guests don't have to ask for things. They're just already very easily available. Because I feel like sometimes when people feel like they're constantly asking, where is this or can I use that or whatever it may be, there's a possibility for them to feel like they're intruding in a way and that's not what you want at all. You just want to make it incredibly easy for them. So put out a towel on their bed. Stock underneath your sink with toilet paper, even if that's not usually where you guys put it. Put out an extra charger in their room or in the living room. Ask them if they want water or if they want a drink. Don't wait for them to ask for things. Be one step ahead. Kind of going along with that one, have things already set up when they get there. 
Okay, so like a bed being made is a great example. If somebody's staying with you, don't wait for them to come to set it up. Already have that stuff done, taken care of. Because otherwise, it has the potential to feel less like you're expecting them to be there and that you want them to be there. Whereas if you have everything set up already, things laid out, it's like, okay, they were expecting me. They're excited for me to be here. I have my own little space now. Little things like that, I'm telling you, they go a long way. Another thing that may seem little but is actually huge in my opinion is to give your guest their own space if you're able to. For us, we're very lucky because we have an extra bedroom, so they definitely do get their own space here. But more than just the bedroom, they also have their own bathroom. It's a half bathroom, so they still have to use the other shower. But that extra bathroom, I usually have all of my stuff in there. But when I know a guest is coming, I completely clear it out. And I clean it down so that again, they don't feel like they're taking up our space. If I were to leave stuff on the counters in there, I think it would kind of feel like, oh, is she going to need to use this bathroom? So should I be conscious of her coming in? It's just minor discomforts that you want your guests to be able to avoid. And even if you're incredibly close with your guests, which by the way, everyone that has stayed in our apartment are either like family to us or actual family to us. So it's not that these situations would be awkward or uncomfortable. It's really just being accommodating. And even if you don't have that same space to give up, maybe just make a little bit of room in your own bathroom. Put some of your own stuff under the counter or somewhere else in your apartment so at least your guests feel like they have a spot to put their own things. Going along with being accommodating is to be adaptable. Things change all the time, we know this, but to be adaptable as a host I feel like is so good. Don't have too many expectations going into it, just kind of let things go. Your apartment or your house or whatever it is, when people are staying there, if they're staying with you, it's not going to be the same as if it were just you or just you and the person that you live with. Recognize that and be okay with that. Even if you're super particular about things, remember that the people that are coming do not live with you on a daily basis. Maybe they once did, but they don't anymore and they never have in this space. So just remember to be adaptable, to be open to people doing things a different way or leaving things out, or just your space not being the same as it always is. And remember, it's going to get back to how it normally is when people aren't there anymore. Don't drive yourself crazy over that if you have a tendency to do so. Just kind of try to let it go. This goes into my next tip, in that the purpose of letting that go is mostly to remind yourself that the people that are visiting right now, they're on a mini vacation, essentially. They're getting away from their normal lives. So for you, you're in the same city, you're living in the same place. Your guests are not, they're on vacation. They want to have a good time, they want to relax. And that's why it's so important as a host to help them feel that way. To not make them feel like they're a burden at all. To really just help them be comfortable in your space or your city. For this brief amount of time that they're going to be there, make your home feel like theirs. And that goes for even if they're not staying with you. If they're staying at a hotel close by and they're just coming over for a bit, still try to implement all of those same hosting tips. 
again, a little goes a long way. And my last tip to being an extraordinary host is to tell them to come again. This one may also seem like a silly small thing, but vocalizing to people that you're so happy that they came to visit and that you genuinely want them to come back and that they're always welcome, it means something. It means something to say it and it means something to mean it. So of course, be genuine about it. If they were terrible guests, maybe rethink that. But more often than not, I feel like usually people are incredibly appreciative of you hosting them. So they tend to return that favor by trying to be a good guest. So do your part on the other side. Remember what it's like if you're ever a guest. Some standout things that a host did for you. If there are any other things that really stood out to you in your experiences, implement them. If it meant a lot to you, it'll probably mean a lot to somebody else. So that's my spiel on hosting. Of course, if you have a partner in crime to do it with, it can be easier because then it's not just you doing everything. So it's very nice that me and my boyfriend both live here. We can both take on these tasks. But if it is just you, you can definitely do it. Trust me, I have done it before. And in my opinion, I find it to be incredibly rewarding. I love that after someone has come to visit, I feel like we did all that we could to make it the best time for them because that really also makes it the best time for us. So I hope that some of these suggestions help you guys. If you do host and it goes off without a hitch, I recommend toasting to yourself. Toast to the host, okay? Because it is not an easy task, but it's rewarding and it's appreciated. So in my eyes, it is 1000% worth it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Be the hostess with the mostess. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 